In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Famous last words. On the Sunday after Ascension Day, I think of famous last words. More light, more light. Open the window so that more light may come in. Those are said to be the famous last words of Goethe, the German poet, as he lay on his deathbed. Maybe they were spiritual words. Maybe they were simply practical. It's hard to tell when it comes to famous last words. When Thomas Edison lay dying of pneumonia at his home in Menlo Park, New Jersey, his wife leaned over and asked, Are you suffering? He replied, Just waiting. And then he looked out his bedroom window and declared, It's very beautiful over there. Maybe we all imagine such peaceful deaths. Luther Burbank, the horticulturalist, said simply, I don't feel so good. Surely other people have actually rehearsed their last words. Even at the last, they are coherent and even humorous. Conrad Hilton, who had assembled a large hotel empire, Hilton Hotels, was asked if he had any last words of wisdom for the world. He said, yes. Leave the shower curtain on the inside of the tub. <laughs> A famous grammarian, Dominique Bouhur, spent his life promoting higher standards of the French language. And on his deathbed, he said, I am about to, or I am going to, die. Either expression is used. Proper to the last, Marie Antoinette walked to the guillotine. Accidentally, she stepped on her executioner's foot. Pardonnez-moi, monsieur, she said. Pardon me. Was that a practical or a spiritual request? Very often at death, the reality of our practical earthly lives becomes even more pronounced, more evident. The sensational Tallulah Bankhead excited audiences with her behavior, but but she was tragically addicted to drugs and alcohol. 
Her last words were rather miserable. Bourbon, she gasped. Codeine. But some lives were more magnificent. Alexander Graham Bell, who created the telephone, was also a professor of uh, vocal physiology. He married one of his deaf students and spent 45 years of marriage with her. His last words were spoken in sign language. His wife whispered to him, Don't leave me. Alexander Graham Bell signed his last word, No. Henry Ward Beecher, the abolitionist, clergyman, was more esoteric. As he was about to die, he said simply, Now comes the mystery. But maybe my favorite last words were those of Lady Astor in 1964. She was dozing in and out of consciousness. At one point, she awoke to find herself surrounded by entirely by her whole family. She asked, am I dying or is this my birthday? (laughs) You can find other last words I know. Maybe you've heard them spoken yourself. Maybe you've spoken them. What would you say? If you knew you were about to die, what would be your famous last words? Actually, you have time to rehearse them. They do not have to come so unexpectedly or quickly. You can practice them now. Leave the shower curtain on the inside of the tub. It's beautiful over there. I love you. Pardon me. Now comes the mystery. Many of us make a serious mistake when we consider what Jesus' last words were. What do we say were Jesus' last words? We have memorialized them in sermons and music. The seven last words of Christ, we say. It is finished. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I am thirsty. You've heard them before. You've heard us preachers try to explain them. But those were not actually the last words of Jesus. They were the last recorded words of Jesus 
before his crucifixion, but they were not his last words. No, ever since Easter Day, we in the church have been hearing the true last words of Jesus. These true last words are the ones that Jesus spoke after his resurrection. This past Thursday, the church celebrated the true last day of Jesus on earth, the feast of the Ascension. Forty days after Easter, when Jesus went to a hill outside town, blessed his disciples, and then apparently ascended into heaven. That was the true last day of Jesus' corporal body on earth. I prefer the last words of Jesus that he spoke in that mysterious time between resurrection and ascension. The same time we have been observing in the church in the last 40 days. The season of Easter is certainly glorious and happy, full of springtime wonder. The mood is festive by design. But the season of Easter is also a response to something scary and frightening. The season of Easter is a response to death. And the conclusion of the Easter season involves another kind of death, a departure, if you will, of Jesus into heaven. Jesus does not finally die, but Jesus does leave us. It's the same way with those whom we love and who die. We know in faith that they live, but they do leave us. They depart. It's beautiful over there. Now comes the mystery. Listen to what Jesus has been saying during his final days. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you have anything to eat? Follow me. Peace be with you. If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. Receive the Holy Spirit. Those are the words that Jesus truly leaves with us. They are words of love and words of feeding. They are the words we would do well to imitate. 
They are the words that we would do well to rehearse. Our last word could be at any moment. Next week, next Sunday, the day of Pentecost celebrates some of the most glorious last words of Jesus. Receive the Holy Spirit. The departure of Jesus in body at the ascension makes way for the arrival of the Spirit in the body of us at Pentecost. Receive the Holy Spirit. That is, the Spirit of forgiveness, the Spirit of peace, the Spirit of feeding, the Spirit of love, the Spirit of the last words of Jesus. Yes, we will all die. And more importantly, we are dying every day. We are losing something every day. We're giving up something every day. And so, every day, we have a chance to speak words of eternity. Every day, we have a chance not only to die, but also to be reborn. Am I dying? asked Lady Astor. Or is it my birthday? When we receive the Holy Spirit of Jesus, it's the same thing. Receive the Holy Spirit this week and speak words of love, of forgiveness, of peace. Those are the last words of Jesus, and they are the first words of the Spirit-filled life. Amen.